Hey everyone, this podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts at patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash g-a-m-e-f-u-l-l-y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Duology Theater was made possible by producer Nolan Matten. Thank you, Nolan. It was also made possible by contributions from listeners like you. Hi, everyone. Hello, everyone. Uh, Hello, people. Welcome to Duology, Duology Theater. As you can imagine, it's, uh, you know... It's been a week. Mm-hmm. We uh, we're actually recording this at the beginning of the week, so Lord knows what's happening at the end of the week right now. Mm-hmm. But I hope you're all. I hope everybody's good. Yeah. I don't want to start us off too much of a downer because because uh, you know we're talking about the Mask of Zorro, which is yeah a happy occasion. Yeah, and it's also about uh. Of 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 uprising against unjust rulers. That's true. That is true. It's it's kind of fitting, isn't it? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, we should all we should all look to Zorro. Mm-hmm. Start carrying swords. Actually, don't do swords. Don't do swords. That's it's not great. Mm-mm. No, that's uh, not, a, not a good message. No, not a good message. So yeah, that's this is this month uh, duology in June, mm-hmm. which means we're watching what what uh apparently there's a sequel to this, the Legend of Zorro, the 2005. Yeah, it took them a long time to get the sequel together. Yeah, because this is like 98, right? It is. Yeah, this is directed by Martin Campbell, mm-hmm. uh, uh, director who, of Goldeneye and uh, Casino Royale. The re- yeah, the which. Is the weirdest goddamn thing about Martin Campbell to me. I've never... It's never not been weird that Martin Campbell directed Goldeneye. And then when it was time to reboot Bond again, Mm -hmm. in a completely different tone, they were like, well, let's just get Martin Campbell again. Yeah. And he pulled it the fuck off. I've got to double check. I think his only miss is Green Lantern. Well, he also directed, I believe, Edge of Darkness with Mel Gibson. Oh, really? Are you checking? Well, that's too bad. Yeah, I'm checking. Yeah. I know this because uh, my mother met him. Yeah. Because they, f- they filmed Edge of Darkness on the mountain my parents often hike. Oh, okay. And since it's a, it's a national park, they, can't, they couldn't just close it down. So my parents, ever, they, they hike up there like once or twice or three times a day. Mm-hmm. So they just wander onto the set. Oh, nice. Yeah, and so like, and they couldn't do anything about it. So my parents just like would just wander around. They made friends with the crew uh, because that's what they do. They talk to people because mm-hmm. uh, they're weirdos. Because they're so old, yeah. they're old people. That's just yeah, exactly. Apparently, they wander around. Edge of Darkness is a movie remake of a British miniseries that Martin Campbell also directed. Whoa! I didn't know he also directed it. He won a BAFTA for it. That's interesting. It's not it it's it could have been a good movie. In fact, I saw it in Chicago when I lived in Chicago and mm-hmm. I was really homesick because my whole my, my just my hometown is in it. Uh and the audience was fucking loving it. 
Uh, and this is post like Mel, you know, this Mel is, Gibson. This is post second Mel Gibson meltdown. Yeah. So, so when, it's he's, like, when he's really radioactive. Yeah. But I think everybody forgot about that movie for obvious reasons. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, it's a real shame. Uh, on a, on a, well, for me personally, because it's like, it's not just my hometown that they filmed in. Mm-hmm. It literally takes place in my hometown. Like the name of the town. It oh. is the town. That's what's neat about it. Man, if only they'd cast a different actor. Yeah. If only they did. I would have really appreciated that, Martin Campbell. <laughs> what the hell, man? What the fuck, But yeah, dude? there's there's something kind of uh, wild about this director. The put, fact that he... Put like Guy Pearce in it or something, you'd nod. Yeah. No, yeah. What has Guy Pearce ever done? Get Guy Pearce in there. Nothing, I don't think. I don't know. Who can say? Who can say? I don't know what he Guy looks Pierce like a monster. does at night. Yeah. yeah. He does kind of look like a monster. He does. He does. Uh, but yeah, uh, it, it, Martin Campbell fucking doing probably the two best James Bonds of the, the, the I don't of know, the, the last 30, 30 years. years? Has yeah. It been, yeah. Uh, and then yeah, hands down. doing Zorro. Yeah. And... Uh, uh, Tom, what's your relationship with this movie? I saw it in the theater. Okay. I, I've i seen it before, mm-hmm. but I never really... It's one of those movies that I never remember. It's a movie... Like yeah, I, I, it's, it wipes my memory every time. Yeah. It's a mo- I saw it in the theater um, and was actually like really blown away by how much I liked it. I wasn't expecting to like it as much as I did. Yes, it is. But it's a movie that I haven't watched much since then. Uh-huh. So I've maybe seen it three or four times in my life. It's pretty good. It's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's a solid it's, movie. We don't talk about this movie much. Like yeah. The society. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a really goddamn good Zorro movie. It is. Yeah. It's uh, Antonio Banderas. Indeed. Uh, Kathleen's Kathleen Zeta Jones. Yes. Zeta? Yeah, Zeta. Yeah. This uh, this, this was is, actually this her is Douglas, her breakout American movie. Yeah. Uh, and, and fucking um, Anthony, Anthony Hopkins, Hopkins as old Zorro. Mm-hmm. I love when they de-age him. He uh, he looks like swanky as fuck. Yeah, he looks glorious. Yeah, he's he, got. He looks like George Hamilton when yeah. they de-age him. Those sideburns, man. Yeah. Those sideburns can fucking bone. Oh, man. I think it's just I think it's just makeup too. Yeah, we, we weren't we weren't using computers to de-age people at this point. No, it but didn't it didn't look as good. It looked it looked good. Yeah, no, the I, de-aging. He, he looked makeup. like a young man, yeah, or a younger yeah. man, like a guy in his forties or fifties. Uh huh. I was also surprised by both with him and like this is one of those things where maybe if you watch this in like high def, it makes a difference. But like they do a lot of stunts. Where they're pointed right at the stuntman's face, uh, and you can't quite tell, and maybe because the shots are quick, or it's just uh-huh. far enough away. Yeah, there's a couple of shots where I mean, it was it was more obvious with uh, Anthony Hopkins stuff, but with some of yeah. uh, with a lot of Banderas's stunts, I legit couldn't tell if it was him or the stuntman. Right for a while, I was like, "Is he doing this stunt?" I think they just got a dude who really looks like him. Mm-hmm. They must have, yeah, because there's a whole scene where he does like this glorious flip on top of a table and, and sword fights. And it's like an extended yes. shot and we can see his face and I can't tell if that's Antonio Banderas or not. I can't. I think it's the Zorro mask helps, but yeah. it's still, I mean, it's one of those things where it's, 
it's uh you know it's it's the green lantern situation where it's like yeah we we can all see your face man Mm -hmm. you you act like we can't see your face but we can we can tell who you are yeah we we know clearly antonio banderas we know who you are (laughs) i can tell you're antonio banderas yeah it's weird that other people don't know but we we know we can tell yeah, he's Zorro's. He's basically just Batman, huh? He is. Yeah, he's Batman. Uh, then, legendary uh, ripoff artist Bob Kane, <laughs> right? Lifted a lot of Zorro. I mean, obviously, he's a rich guy. His look, right? You know, it's he saw Batman's. Zorro and he was like, "But what? What if a Batman? But what if he was Batman?" <laughs> yeah, and honestly, just as batshit as uh, I guess a dude with a sword carving Z's. I mean, it's all. It's all madness. Yeah, Zorro is is less unbelievable than Batman is. Zorro's just a guy uh, like a freedom fighter wearing a mask. Right, yeah, he's not animal themed. No, and he's not like people don't think he's a creature. He doesn't have impossible gadgets. He just has a fucking sword and a whip. He does have a whip. Yeah, yeah, Hopkins wields that whip. I don't think oh, Bandera, yeah. I don't think Banderas ever uses it, but Yeah. This dude a fucking sweet cape. So this movie begins with a flashback of uh, uh, soon-to-be Zoro watching OG Zoro do yeah. some Zoro shit. Yeah, yeah. The kids happily kill five men with a statue. Yep. Which was pretty great. Yeah, that's pretty bitchin'. It's the Mexican War of Independence. That's uh, what they're was when this beginning shot takes place. Okay. I love that everybody just loves Zoro too. Like they don't even Jeez. hide it. Yeah. He's the he's the man of the people. Yeah. And 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 so the premise is I don't know anything about like oh the, the ac- source material. Yeah, no me either. I don't I don't know. Yeah. This is my only connection to Zorro is this film. I didn't watch any of the old movies or serials when I was a kid. This is yeah. it. <laughs> so I assume they're doing a thing which is um Ah jeez, there's I know there's another movie that does this. Where they almost continue the canon. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'd like to think that Anthony Hopkins is supposed to be the Zorro that people grew up with. Yeah, um, I think so. Yeah, and this is like uh, uh, Antonio Banderas sort of taken over the new generation of Zorro. Mm-hmm. The ending of uh, Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and I, jeez, I know there's another, there's like other movies that did this. The like superhero movies, I feel like did this like Ant-Man. softer reboot. Ant Man, thank you. Jeez, Green Lantern actually does Green Lantern do it? Yeah, how I don't think I don't think Hal Jordan's the first Green Lantern. I could be wrong. Okay, he actually he might be. I can't remember. So yeah, as a kid, he and his friend get Zorro's necklace because they kill five people. It's to his, save his, Zorro. his brother. His brother. His brother. Yeah. Remember, they grow up to become they grow up and become thieves that that rob the Mexican army because they're unjust, and then they right with their weird scumbag friend. I fucking Why? love that guy. <laughs> well, <laughs> Three Finger Jack. Three Finger Jack has the best moment of this film, uh, hands down. His death. His death is, is incredible. Legend. Yeah, legendary. Fucking. I, that was I don't I don't know what he was planning. Uh, he was plan- I don't he, know what he was planning. He was planning to get shot, but he was he was going to do it flying through the air with a pickaxe. Yeah. My okay, <laughs> let's just skip to that. He there uh, first of all, the, also the weird water gag he does with them. No one's watching 
when he does that at the beginning he makes them sing for water because mm-hmm. you think he's he's captured them mm-hmm. and it turns out he's in on the grift on right the, that on was the... that was for our benefit that was to fool, yeah that was to fool us yeah it's just funny because they're all alone in the desert and he's treating them like shit well, he's tre- and he he's, makes he's, them he's, sing he's... and then gives them an empty uh canteen yeah he's treating them like they're his prisoners Right, and it's like I don't know who that's for. I guess that's just for his his fun. Yeah, that's just for us. But then they he gets captured, and Zoro's brother is killed, or well, he kills himself rather than being yeah. killed. Rather than be killed by the uh, the evil army captain, uh, evil Will Forte. I kept calling yes. him. Yes, <laughs> yes, evil Will Forte. Thank you. He looks who like... is that actor? I don't know. I don't think I've seen him in anything else. <laughs> He's doing a great job. He just—he looks like evil Will Forte. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know how else to describe him. No, that's it. That's the only way to describe him. His he name, would do every now and then. There'd be a face, and I'd be like, "Ah, it's Will Forte." Uh, he's, his name is Matt Letcher. Um, he's done some stuff, but this is the only thing I think I've seen him in. Yeah. I mean, this is also—he has the second best death in this movie. Oh my God! Yes. <laughs> Murdered by gold. He gets crushed by gold, and then the thing in the shot, you see his fucking Muppet corpse, like, pinwheel by the camera briefly <laughs> well, as, you, he's do- you, as, as the thing's you, crashing. That end, that end double, they, they do like a double play death of him and Stuart Wilson, who plays the main bad guy, uh, yes. Don Raphael. <laughs> he gets dragged off this cliff by a wagon full of gold the wagon full of gold tips over and crushes evil will forte with gold and then the wagon smashes into the platform he's on and then in addition to seeing his fake little muppet body go spinning by you also see Stuart wilson's fake muppet body it's fucking great get like whipped against the side of the canyon it was incredible it's a real John Lithgow in cliffhanger moment. <laughs> it truly is. It actually it reminded me it reminded me of the tank commander in Last Crusade. Oh yeah, this is a dummy on there. This is a little fucking, this this is a little fucking toy dummy. body. Yeah, that's great. Fucking flipping down the mountain. Oh. Oh shit. Yeah, he gets turbo murdered. Mm-hmm. Oh, this movie is really like we tend to talk about. We I, we never agreed to, but in duology theater we tend to like analyze the movies more. Mm-hmm. And this one feels harder for me because, unlike uh, the raid, mm-hmm. unlike uh, Escape from New York and L.A., unlike even Young Guns, which I assumed wasn't going to be a deep conversation, uh-huh. this is this what brings me joy in this movie is how it feels like a mindless. 90s adventure mm-hmm. uh the kind that i just love you know yeah like it's it's really really solid for a couple of reasons one is the stunt work yeah the stunts are huge the stunts are huge all the sword fighting is uh looks really really good and the swords they used were real in the sword fights yeah that checks out they're trained by the same guy that did the sword training for lord of the rings no, it, that's the same sword trainer, I believe, for Darth Vader for Star Wars. Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think that guy. I think that guy's just been around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bob. Bob, same, and Bob Anderson. Yeah, I believe that's the. That's he did the name. Highlander, which okay, uh, the Princess Bride, <laughs> way more impressive. That sword fight's really good. 
Look, it depends on how much you give him or how many that's days true. he's yeah, on. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Highlander, he's like, all right, let me th- show you a couple moves. All right, I got to go. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the the sword work in this movie is awesome. It's, I mean, it better be. Right. And I think, I think we've talked about that before, like off mic. Just we were talking about it. We were watching Musketeers, and I think I commented, I was like, sword work's good. And it's another one of those things where it's like, yeah, you're making a Musketeers movie. Even the worst Musketeers movie has to have baseline good sword fighting, because right. what what's the point otherwise? Right. Yeah. And it's like when you're making a Zorro movie, it's like, well, the fucking sword stuff better be awesome, because yeah, that's what Zorro is. Yeah. Um, it's like it's like doing a Robin Hood movie and and all the bow work is shitty. It's like why even mm-hmm. do it? Like he's yeah, got, he's it's like doing be... the new Robin Hood movie. Exactly. Yeah, he's got to be <laughs> yeah. out there like Legolas. <laughs> oh, actually, in the defense of the new Robin Hood, they did get like a weird stunt bow guy for that. They just didn't film it good. Right. They, I don't remember a single. It's barely in the movie. Right. Yeah. I I couldn't. I could not tell you. We've watched it twice, and I couldn't we tell sure you uh, a single bow moment from the new Robin mm-hmm. Hood. So yeah, it's it's all the stunt work in this movie is really awesome. There's a lot of it's mostly practical. I think it's actually all practical. Yeah, that that checks out. It's you know we we already talked about you have a solid director, um, Martin Campbell, who really he lets a lot of scene. There's not a lot of cuts in this movie. Like he lets a lot of scenes breathe, mm-hmm. um, which is good because the actors all have really good chemistry. Like uh, particularly Banderas and Anthony Hopkins are really good together. Yeah, they're fantastic. That's another shot um, when he's doing push-ups over candles. Yeah, we're seeing his face there. That's I him. Think that's just yeah. That's just Antonio Banderas. Antonio Banderas doing them push-ups over candles. And that's that's one shot. Yeah, like it starts in on the candles and it zooms out. Oh, he's doing push-ups above candles, and then it zooms out even more. It's like oh, Anthony Hopkins has his feet up on his back and is reading a book while he's doing what, push-ups. What a great moment in time. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, it was written by Tele- Ted Elliott and Terry Rossio, who are the guys that did the Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh no, movie. shit! Uh huh. That super checks out. Yeah, it, this- Pirates being another series that even I I would argue even the shitty ones they still have swashbuckling because I they know like I haven't seen the newest one and I really yeah I I really enjoyed the first two the third one I only saw once and the fourth one yeah. I only saw once because they're both bad. Yeah, they get they keep getting worse, but the the pra, they just still do practical stunts in them mm-hmm. and sword fighting. They just do less as the movies progress. Okay, uh, and the plot just starts becoming utter dog <laughs> just, shit, just nonsense, just absolute nonsense. But that first pirates movie fucking rules. <laughs> that first, <laughs> that first goddamn sword fight. Between the, him and Orlando Bloom in the barn? Yeah, in the in the barn. It's great. The, the blacksmith. It's fucking like just they that should have been the level those movies stayed at, you know? They tried to at least in the I like I said I still enjoy the second one and they have that really cool three-way sword fight that they're in the yeah, wheel the for wheel. part of it. Yeah. Which again was pra- done practically mm-hmm. for the most part. Yeah, for the most and part. It's like that's that's pretty important with yeah. these. I th- it, it has to be for I think it it has to be for adventure movies. Yeah, we've talked about this. I think we've debated a little bit, but I think we generally agree that like, if you're making an action movie, uh, like it's practical stunts all the way. Yeah. Because otherwise, why are you making it? Yeah, the action has to feel real, or else it just don't. It won't get the same right. emotion out of you. Even the Marvel films. That's why, like, every time I rewatch Winter Soldier, 
I mean, I'm not the first person to say this. It's like, oh, holy shit. Yeah. This might be the one of the best, if not the best Marvel film, because one of the things they do is they're like, yeah, let's make the stunts fucking practical for mm-hmm. the most part as much as they can. I think I think a, the Russo brothers did a, a, a good, a surprisingly good job at keeping stunts in those because again you're just what what why else watch it to see like a dude flipping around or a lady mm-hmm. that's the point so yeah this this has that a lot i noticed the action's kind of cartoony a little bit uh i was surprised by that like he's there's no not much blood he wails on that guy with the cannonball and he spits out teeth he spits out teeth yeah they, they when he knocks the two guys out of the water chute. There's the literal fweet sound. You know, the one yeah. I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. That, he, yeah, Zora even moves cartoony. Like, the just that cannonball shot, if you notice, they, like, look at the guy spitting out teeth. They look back up, and he's, like, standing by the cannon, and it's, like, lit and ready to go. Yeah, like Bugs Bunny. It's very Bugs Bunny. Like, yeah. he moves at a super speed in times. At times, yeah. He, yeah, you're, you're right. I was, I was noticing that. And I don't think it's necessarily cartoony so much as it's like it's swashbuckling for for the 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 rest of it because he's very like you know like ho ho and like he doesn't he doesn't actually kill anyone except for evil Will Forte. Yeah, when he does, he ma- really makes it count. Oh yeah, he stabs him right to the fucking torso. Yeah, <laughs> and gets crushed by tons well, of gold bars. It's it's a family affair, I guess. This movie. But it's right. It's right on that line. It's it's the the action's a little cartoony, but not so cartoony it's, that like death doesn't matter. Like it works. Yeah, the movie's still pretty violent. Yeah. Um. It's it's brutal in in spots. It's it's kind of quaint. Like I could see it actually getting a little criticism for it because it's a very, you know, uh, everything's a it's the it's like just toned down version of sex and violence. Mm-hmm. Oh, this movie is is fucking horny on Maine. Oh, it's this so is, horny. This is the, one of the horniest movies I've seen. That sword <laughs> fight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you. I mean, that's probably one of the more memorable parts of this whole movie is he slashes uh, her her top off, mm-hmm. and it's like charming to do that. Mm-hmm. Which I I don't know. I, I'm not a lady, but I I don't I don't think I don't think that's something they appreciate. Yeah, uh, generally. Yeah, I mean, I've never tried it. Uh, I've never, I've never, you know. But like dressing like Zorro and cutting a woman's top off. Also, he does close up magic, which in, in my book is even bigger red flag. <laughs> he but does do close up magic. When he meets her, he he does a sleight of hand, not even a good sleight of hand. It's not bad. Eh. I mean, it's telegraph. <laughs> you know where that flower came from? Yeah. <laughs> he, he like turns his hand and he's got the flower and it's like yeah. oh it was just you force per- oh, okay whatever cool cool yeah, man I, it, yeah it is it is it's close-up magic but i think he's doing it more to be like oh isn't that charming right but also this is this is set in a time where people you know were still uh thought that was thought that was cool mm-hmm. i guess yeah you know <laughs> Some asshole in a fluffy top hat does that to you now in a bar. It's just like, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm going the other way, mm-hmm. sir. Yeah, I'm not six. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool trick, party clown. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not, yeah, gonna, I mean, I'm not gonna speak to that. 
seen so much, I guess, because it, it has the obvious, there's the obvious, obviously problematic stuff about it. Um, uh, it uh, okay. I mean, I'm not the authority on this. Right, and exactly. Fact, shouldn't be yeah. weighing in on it. But the tone of the scene, they make her aggressive and, and very, very horny right away. She goes after him. It's in the middle. They're sword fighting each other. Uh, mm-hmm. And so it's like, you know, it's playful and they clearly are into each other. Right. That's at that's, that point. Yeah. It's, it's a playful scene. So yeah. I don't, I mean, it's still, I mean, it's obviously it was written by a bunch of men. <laughs> yeah. But so. the, I think their performances make it so that it's just, it's wafting horniness. Yeah. Uh, yeah. At all times. So like even from the start of their sword fight, it's very clear that it, yeah. it's just they're like, just, you want to fuck. They're, they're vibing pretty hard. They should just fuck. Yeah real hard um but she could have done a little slashy slash and his dong just flops out <laughs> why couldn't we have that <laughs> just, <laughs> just, <laughs> flops out. just unfurls out of his pants oh man gets all embarrassed <laughs> it would have been perfect yeah have you seen that that picture and or there's video i think of it too where uh, lenny kravitz's dong just exploded out of his pants (laughs) in the middle of a concert i've never seen that i didn't know it existed i'm I'm gonna have to look it up now you gotta look it up but that's what i'm picturing yeah sure (laughs) oh they should do that fucking jack in a box Movies don't have enough uh, male full frontal nudity in, in like a specifically adventure films. Yeah, we really we need it. Yeah, yeah, I think we do. I oh, think man. everybody would appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, uh, swing some major dong in the next pirates movie. That's how you res- re- resurrect the uh-huh. franchise. Fuck it. Fucking yeah, <laughs> hang dong. Yeah, let's see what let's see what Davy Jones has. Yeah, I want to know what's going on let's down there. Yeah, kind of weird shits down there. <laughs> Does he have to feed it? Mm, probably. Uh, yeah, probably. I mean, his face is tentacles. Yeah. His ar- his arms a crab. Christ knows what's down in his crotch. Oh God. Ah. Kathleen Zeta Jones's um, character is. Uh, tricky i would say um and not just because of that because she's such a good actress Mm -hmm. that she's really pulling it off she is but yeah i do think her character's underwritten very much and mainly mainly the fact that she really gets over both of her dads getting murdered immediately yeah it's that i noticed it the most uh, you're right she is underwritten um she has a couple of really good scenes the the sword fighting scene sword fighting scene is one of them uh, another one is is the scene in, in which she discovers that Anthony Hopkins is her father. Yes. Everybody's acting their ass off in that scene. She's sort of, in terms of characters, mm-hmm. if if you were choosing protagonists by who has the most complex story, she should it's be her. the protagonist. Yeah. Because yeah. she gets stolen as a baby by Stuart Wilson and he raises her as uh-huh. his daughter. Yeah, and he doesn't raise her bad. No, not well. I mean, not really, because she somehow she somehow comes out like believing in like democracy and 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 goodness, and he's just a fucking villainous clown. Right. I think the implication is that it's like genetic. Sure. Uh, but he he does seem to like he <laughs> he does put a gun to her head. He sure does. But yeah. then he says it's a bluff, which 
I don't know. If he can, if, if Bruce Willis in The Last Boy Scout can put a gun to his daughter's head, why can't he, this guy, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> She's a, older. Such a great scene. Why are we cheering Bruce Willis for pointing a loaded gun at his, like, I don't know, 10-year-old daughter? Wait, uh, f- fuck, they say. Maybe it's, 12? It, it's I don't part know. Of that, it's part of that line when he says, I'm going to stick an umbrella up your ass and open it. Yeah, okay. 13, I think. Um, anyway. 13. Yeah, yeah all right. Because she's like a real, she's a real rebel kid. Mm-hmm. She calls him a fuck up. Mm, she does. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. But we've, we've talked about the last Boy Scout already. We have. But yeah, I, 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 I guess what I'm saying is that like, yeah, that's kind of bad. But then he says like, he, I wouldn't, you believed I would shoot my own daughter. And he does seem like he's legitimately not endangering or meaning to endanger her i'm not gonna defend the villain for stealing a baby Mm -hmm. and raising her but the point is that it's they make him it's almost like they purposely make it complex uh she's not you know it's the guy who raised her so you'd think she'd have a little more attachment to him yeah the 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 scene where it's most apparent how little she probably had to work with on the page is in that final is in that that shot where he puts a gun to her head right before that hopkins has got Stuart wilson like a knight his sword to his neck like he's about to kill him and then she says no and jumps in front of him um and then he does the the hostage bit and gets uh hopkins to drop his sword and then goes to shoot him and then she jumps in front of hopkins and says no again <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, okay she's like i have two dads and i want them both my two and dads like, yes yeah. <laughs> And so, like, it, it, again, it's it really speaks to uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones because she, like, makes me believe her mm-hmm. just just by her expressions. Yeah, she does a lot of face because acting they, in this. Yeah, they clearly didn't give her the lines. Mm-hmm. So, like, she has to just do it all on her face mm-hmm. to show the, how conflicted she is. But then her dad gets stabbed by her other dad and, and thrown off a cliff in with some gold. He doesn't actually, into, he doesn't uh, actually stab Stuart Wilson. Oh, does he just tie him to like the thing? His foot's, his foot's in it. So he just cuts the wagon. Oh. Loose. Like he's got, he's got the drop on Hopkins. And she doesn't know him. any of that. No, she doesn't though, see right? any of that. Cause she runs down to, to let the, the people out of the cages. They were, they had, they had right. locked all the mine workers in the cage to kill as along with the mine when they blow it up because they don't want Santa right. Ana to find out that they're trying to buy California from him with gold that they took from land he owned. <laughs> they got a real scheme going it's on. It's a real scheme. <laughs> but she, yeah, there's this moment where, yeah, when after he takes her hostage and then she defends Anthony Hopkins, then like they keep sword fighting and Anthony Hopkins is just like, go save, the, mm-hmm. save them. Yeah. And she's just sort of on his side from there on. Yeah. Uh, and then when well, I mean, Anthony when Hopkins... one of your dads has a bunch of people locked in cages that he's about to murder. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is true. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to go with the dad that's telling me to let them out. Yeah, that's fair. And then Anthony Hopkins dies, uh, mm-hmm. and she's like holding his hand and like saying goodbye and calls him father. And it's like, man, this is a lot to go through in an afternoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's, she's having a tough. It's like it's been like a day since she learned yeah. that somebody else is her father. Uh, and that she's mortal enemies with the guy she thought was his father. Mm-hmm. It's a big deal. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. And so it's, I don't know. They do a fine job with it, but it's definitely what I would consider the weakest part of the movie is. Yeah. Yeah. How it. little attention her character gets. Yeah. There's not, I mean, we don't necessarily need it, but there's not much motivation for evil will forte he's just evil 
<laughs> yeah. But that's fine. We had enough. We have enough from Stuart Wilson. Like we really understand what his character is and where he's coming from. Yeah, and that's sort of the stuff where like that's where like the nostalgia comes in for me mm-hmm. is when the bad guys are just bad guys. Yeah. They're just shitty dudes. Yeah, they're just fucking evil uh, for no reason. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like, sure. Fuck it. Like I get I get Don Raphael. He like he wants California and he wants to govern and, and expand his own wealth and everything and and he was obsessed with uh with Hopkins' wife, um, which is why he took his daughter. Yeah, they do a very good job at kind of spell like getting that all out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the opening, because the, yeah, the way they do it is he's also protective of her, mm-hmm. and so when she gets shot by one of his guards, he, he uh, immediately he just, kills the guy. Yeah, it's like first first order of business: <laughs> stab, stab him you. In, yeah. <laughs> uh, so they they definitely do a good job with that of like sort of justifying why he would take this kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they could have made that more complex. They could have made it like I loved her too, and I've raised this this daughter well. They don't make they don't really none of that really comes out. He's just he's just just fucking evil. Yeah, yeah. He's I mean he's he's a he's a you understand his motivations though. That's yeah, what I'm saying like he has a clear like he wants to be governor of California right. and he wants his own land and you know and, and expand them. and Will Forte is just he, Will, keeping Will, heads in jars right Will Forte is just a psychopath I think yeah <laughs> I like that that it, it reminds me of Deadwood uh where it's like yeah everybody's kind of a sociopath yeah and I'm then saying, uh, that's that's the phrase I should have used yeah but yeah the he- the head in the jar is a real reveal like, yeah like that's like oh like I knew Antonio takes it like a champ he does he drinks the liquid out of it yeah, I mean it's his brother's. It's his brother's head, head yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. It's then it's guy, not gross. It's served to him by the guy who's who's trying to flex on him, who killed his brother. Yeah, and be like, yeah, fuck, I drink that water too. Fuck yeah, you, you got to. It's but yeah, it's it's because <laughs> like up until that point, you're just like, oh, this guy's just kind of a creep and an asshole. And then when he pulls that head out, you're like, oh, there's some real darkness at work here. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and a, it actually a, explains it's a whole new ball game. <laughs> It's a real quick and easy way yeah. to like make that guy just like, oh, okay, so he's just a maniac. <laughs> yeah, Got it. You see, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Reading maniac. it loud and clear. All right. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, not as much of a maniac as the minecart guy. We haven't really broken that down. Um, <laughs> I think what's the like character's name? Jack? Three Finger Jack, Jack or something? Three Finger Jack, yeah. Three Finger Jack. He gets... He gets enslaved and he's working at the he's working at the gold mine the yeah. gold mine and the <laughs> Antonio Banderas is is in Bruce Wayne mode and yeah. he um he goes with all the rich fucks to see the mine i don't know why the villains like couldn't just tell them his plan i, but I think he i think he just wanted to show them i do actually have all this gold here's where it's coming right. from i can i can make this happen right and then three finger jack is just like ah! Like he he sees all these rich fucks and he's like, all right, you know what? Yeah, fuck it, <laughs> fuck it. I'm gonna f- I'm gonna you know what? I'm gonna die either way. But why not die giving these people nightmares? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he like screams some stuff at them. Uh, in he's sitting in the mine. Cart. He's sitting in a little mine cart, just shouting at them for like you. Yeah. yeah, sure, I'm a thief, but you steal people's lives. Yeah, and he seems like he's just on his break. Which I don't think is a thing. When no, you're uh, yeah, being I'm not enslaved. sure what he was doing. <laughs> I, <laughs> I feel like the guards there. were just like, "Look, let's just leave that guy alone. Uh, he's he's bitten several of us so far. 
uh, let's we'll just leave him be. He does good work. <laughs> um, and yeah, and so then he like tri- trips the thing on the minecart, mm-hmm. and it goes fucking tooling down the <laughs> the uh, the track, and hits the end right. Yeah. While Jack's screaming and holding up a pickaxe. And then the impact sends him catapulting <laughs> through the air. Sure does. At the bad guy who just shoots him. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the ballad of Three Finger Jack. Yeah, and Jack just fucking dies laughing. Yep. And it's like, what a what a goddamn hero. Yeah, that guy is a that we should write songs and build a monument about that guy. Yeah, there should be a monument of him soaring through the air. <laughs> in both hands yeah because yeah it was like what's it's a win-win right there because Mm -hmm. it's like all right i'm gonna die anyway maybe i can drive this pickaxe into this guy's head before he shoots me let's make it a fun game shall we let's find out uh unfortunately uh he learns that the guy can shoot him but it's like Mm -hmm. again win-win yeah no, everybody is changed from then on. Yeah, no, everybody will forever define their lives as before that moment and after that moment. Yeah, though all those people, anybody who survived years down the ri- line, they're going to be eaten with their families and then just get like real quiet and distant for a second. Mm-hmm. And then they'll be like, honey, what's wrong? And it's like, no, nothing, nothing. Mm-hmm. And then they'll go back to their lives and it'll happen every now and then. Because he's great. Yeah. I just have to spend a couple of minutes thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we haven't really gone through the plot. I mean... There's nothing to go through. It's just, uh, that's, again... It's, it's pretty straightforward. I mean, yeah, he's, he, uh, Hopkins trains Antonio Banderas to be the new Zorro so he can get revenge on Will Forte and uh, topple Don Raphael. Right, and it's. I would say it is a just a solid film... And the the aspects of it that feel problematic feel problematic to their time, which doesn't really excuse it. Right. We, but a, considering that they're not that egregious. Well, we we haven't addressed the major one, which is all the brown face. Oh, shit. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty egregious. It's egregious. Yeah. I mean, at thank fucking Christ, they cast Antonio Banderas in the lead role, at least. But... Yeah, but I can imagine him coming to set and being like, "Jesus." Eh, probably. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, there's um, been there's been some I think there was even some pushback against that. Let me double check. I don't know. They they uh, okay, them yeah, cuz uh Zorro's supposed to be a Mexican hero and uh Banderas is actually from Spain. Oh, right. But it's it's big. it's better than Robin <laughs> fucking bronzo on anthony hopkins yeah 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 that's uh even in the 90s that's something that they should have been like wait is this fucked up is this fucked up should we do this they're doing they're not they're doing like tan face as i think how they justified it to themselves right they put like yeah we're just making him his complexion a little darker yeah it's like but why are you doing that right to do to do what (laughs) to do what yeah they 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 make his his face a little darker and then they put a lot of eyeshadow on him yeah um stuart wilson is british um catherine zeta jones is welsh um and italian i think so it's kind of like a, you know, like fucking casting Pacino to play Tony Montana. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> that is wild. <laughs> yeah. 
So like nobody is fucking wild. <laughs> nobody in this movie is Mexican. Yeah, I didn't. At least none to of what the main extent. cast. Yeah, that is that is something else. Uh, this definitely does need a remake. I'd say. Yeah. Just considering that. I mean, and if they did the remake, they could have Banderas be the older Zorro who yeah. passes it on to a younger person. Yeah, this also made, occurred to me that they need an Assassin's Creed-style video game for Zorro. Oh, shit, yeah, yeah. He's basically Assassin's Creeding it up Kinda. throughout this. And, like, I would love to do a, see, like play a video game as Zorro. Yeah, um, actually, he's, I, I, he's, I'd fuck with that pretty hard, yeah. Yeah, he's kind of built for modern video games as a character. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think that would be really cool. Yeah, we didn't talk about the comedy bits with his horse. Yeah, those are fine. And, They're uh, fine. Yeah, those are fine. But I guess I guess for the sake of this podcast, we should talk about the potential of a sequel that apparently happens almost a decade later. Yeah, many years later. I look into why that is. Yeah, well I got to I got to I don't know anything about the sequel. Neither do I. I've never seen it. I can't imagine it's going to uh, satisfy me. No, it probably won't be. Because, man, this... Obviously, this is a strong setup for a couple of movies. So, yeah, let's do a couple more of these. Yeah, but it feels like it should have been immediate. And it has nothing even to do with age or the years past. For me, what the, the very ominous thing is the date. The number is 2005. Oh, where I'm like, that is not a good no. time to be making movies. There's a lot. That's one of the worst years of movies. Yeah. I worked at a movie theater. I didn't even know this movie existed. I don't remember this movie existing. Yep. Uh, and so like, I'm just worried about like, oh, what are they going to do? Is there going to be bad CGI in this? Oh, almost. Of uh, course there will be. Yeah. Are they going to be trying to do like Lord of the Rings type shit? What bullshit are they going to pull in this goddamn sequel made in 2000 goddamn five? I'm very nervous. I want it to be good. Yeah. Is it the same director? It is. It's the same director. Some of the same writers, but they brought in Roberto Orsi and Alex Kurtzman to do the screenplay. Mm. Which... (laughs) I was taking a sip of something when you said that. Oh, no. I mean, at least Orsi is uh, Mexican American, so at least they got oh okay. At least they got one Mexican person involved yeah. in the production. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> good on them. But uh, yeah, are God, he's more? got a lot of oh, bad ideas, shit. though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he has a lot of he bad has a ideas. A lot of really bad ideas. Uh, when did Casino Royale come out? Two thousand six, I think. Okay, well, that gives me a little hope because Martin Campbell was killing it at the time and he again he's he's always pretty good and he at, same with Casino Royale that had a lot of practical stuff was a lot of practical stuff it. yeah that's true which yeah. was sort of against type at the time yeah they parkoured the shit out of that mm-hmm. and that's part of what made that movie fresh that that movie i think was part of like god this is weird to say 2006 but i think that movie is what gave us like 
the next era of like grittier reboots that paved way for like I mean no bat when was um Batman Begins, Batman Begins. was 2005 but 2005 okay so that actually probably they probably uh, both happened at the same time they were similar but I think I think it was like it was because uh, Batman Begins looks very different than the other movies in the series so that like the true. Dark Batman Knight begins. looks more like the Casino Royale style, like the Born Identity style of films that we started to get in the second. Yeah, half that's of a the good 2000s. point because Batman Begins is actually a little dated, isn't it? It's yeah, a little. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has a very different look. Remember when he pulled out that shoe thing that made bats fly around, mm-hmm. and then he never talked about it again for the entire series? Yeah, I feel like that would be useful again. Yeah, it'd be like if I if I saw Batman after that, I'd be like, so what's up with the bats? Like the bat shoe thing. Yeah. Do, are, where are those bats? Can you make Did they can, all die? Yeah, can you make them come back? I feel like like you could have thrown those at Bane. Yeah, I think he was like, I it ended really dark for the bats. Oh, so uh, I yeah. just threw that technology. Or they just away. never came back. <laughs> or they just never came <laughs> they back. Just never came They're back. Like, We're free. <laughs> oh uh, shit. But yeah, it's 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 weird to think about. So maybe maybe this maybe this sequel coming up also is like an underrated prelude to that. I hope to the, I hope so. Like, it has reboot. It has a lot of the same people involved. So as the original, mm-hmm. as this the as one the original, yeah, as the one we just watched. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm very curious then. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. It, uh, we'll see how it how it how it all shakes out. Yeah, we'll we'll we have to watch it next. You know, a couple of tidbits. Uh, Robert. Oh yeah. Robert Rodriguez was originally attached to this for several years. Well, that would have been fucking cool. And that's how uh, Banderas got onto it. Oh, uh, okay, that checks out. Mm-hmm. You know, as I want to see Robert Rodriguez do Zorro. Mm-hmm. That said, I. I I'm scared that he would go the wrong way with it, mm-hmm. uh, but maybe not. I don't know. He uh, he's does gritty action really well. He does violence really well, uh, or he does zany kids movies really well. Mm. And in order to make a Zorro, he would have to sort of combine those two. Yeah, and hit it right in the middle because it really just needs to be an adventure film that doesn't need to be that fancy mm-hmm. in the directing style. So. I'd be very curious to see what a Rodriguez version would be. Yeah, no. What was he doing instead? Planet Terror? Oh, no, this was bef- way before that. Was it? Yeah. Oh, right. We're talking about this orig- first movie. This first movie. Sorry, yeah. I was still stuck in 2000s. No, no, no. This first movie. He he just, apparently he couldn't, he and uh, Columbia TriStar couldn't agree on a budget. That checks out. Which is funny because from what I'm reading, they wanted... 35 million then rodriguez wanted 45 they said okay we'll do 41 and then he's like no (laughs) Um, he's like look i'm done with low lower budget yeah yeah. (laughs) i want exactly what i what i need the 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 budget for this film however you want to take a take a crack at how much it wound up being because it wasn't 42 million (laughs) dollars i'm gonna say 60 Oh, Dave. More? 95. Woo. Yeah. And Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> you know, he don't come cheap, and then you got a smear brown face on uh, him. Yep, yep, yep. You know? That's probably uh, 30 million right there. <laughs> uh-huh, 
<laughs> yeah. It's, it's, is that, so it's, do you think that's like they're like okay now uh put this on and he's like i'm gonna need like at least 10 more million <laughs> i'm gonna need 10 million more dollars yeah. it's just funny with it's funny to me that they they lost rodriguez uh arguing over a, a 42 million dollar budget and then did more than twice that when they finally made the movie yeah i i here's i actually can see why that might happen because I think Rodriguez is. Um, had he made um, from Dustal Dawn yet? That was a. Uh, was he, that before this? He had done Desperado already. Okay. Um, when he signed on to the movie, so actually no, I don't know if he did. I think Dustal Dawn was ninety six. Goldeneye clearly happened though. Oh yeah. Uh, so I think what it is is that it's indie director versus a director who gave them Goldeneye. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Uh, so it's just like for you, we'll give you this much. Uh, we're not. We're not. We don't, we don't know yet. And then, yeah, then they were like, all right, see ya. Thanks for Antonio Banderas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're going to get a guy that we know makes hits and then we'll give him more money. Yeah. That's that, my assumption. I don't know. I, who, who can say what happened? That checks out. Yeah. But yeah, I think it worked out for everyone. Yeah. I still want to see a Robert Rodriguez Zorro though. Yeah. No, fuck. Yeah. I'd love to see that. Yeah. The only other thing I got here is that Armand DeSante was originally going to play Don Raphael. Oh. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, put that into my veins. <laughs> yeah. I want I want all these alternate versions yeah, just right him, goddamn him doing now. his full-on Judge Dredd shtick in this oh, movie. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. What does he say? I'm chaos. <laughs> Puts just one statue over that doesn't even break. Oh, yeah. Like you hear it, it hit the ground break. and not break. You're a clunk. <laughs> what an asshole. What a fucking masterpiece. <laughs> oh, good oh, times. Fucking God bless Judge Dredd. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, best Judge Dredd movie. Yeah. Oh uh, man, yeah. I think that's I think that's probably it. Um, ex- yeah, I think that's it. I'm looking at random actors that's going to be in the sequel, but we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. We'll cross that bridge. Mm-hmm. Well, shit, folks. Thanks for listening. Yes, indeed. Thank you. I hope you're doing all right. I hope everybody's uh, staying safe. If w- whether you're staying at home or, or going out to to uh, protest. Yep. I hope everybody is. Just I don't know, hoping. staying safe. Yeah, coping. Coping. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess that's it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we don't need to plug anything. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, just donate. Just just do. I don't know. Uh, donate or if you can't afford it, then don't. Just just take care of yourselves, guys. Yeah. I don't know. Or you know what? Uh, get a get a Zorro mask and. Uh, you know, just uh, connect those dots. Connect those dots. Yeah. Can't legally tell you to become a <laughs> can't legally a tell you to become Zorro, but maybe you should become Zorro. I don't know. We should all become Zorro. Man, what if we were just all just a, all just Zoros? Mm-hmm. It's be- it's certainly better for than being uh, the the Guy Fox masks. That's for sure. They ruined that. Yeah, that's really yeah, they really ate. Let's let's make Zorro the next thing that we all get that. sick of seeing. We are, let's, let's, uh, yeah, fuck it. I mean, they'll know exactly who you are because the Zora mask sucks, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's oh, it's man. fine. 
America. All right. All right. Yeah, let's. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. Duology Theater is brought to you by Gamefully Unemployed. Check out our cool shit at patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed.